something very magical happens when you combine manifesting and community. Today, I want to share with you a technique that is not only fun, but it will amp up your manifesting experience tenfold. And just maybe it will connect you with some people on a different level, which is a really cool thing to do when you're on your spiritual path. One thing that I am notorious for, if you ask any of my close friends, is creating stories. Now, you're going to need to stick with me on this because I need to explain it from a manifesting perspective because when I explain this, it's going to sound a little bit like, well, you're just daydreaming. <laughs> yeah, but this technique that I'm going to teach you today is all about daydreaming with the universe in conjunction with the universe and then amping it up tenfold by allowing others to put their eyes on your story, recognize it, acknowledge it. Let me explain. When it comes to manifesting, we have your basic tools that work really, really well. As a matter of fact, say everything in the positive, say everything as if it's already happened, uh, you know, manifest with emotions and feelings. So let's say you want to bring into your life uh, a new pet. Let's say you're looking for a new dog. What you would do for manifesting is you would sit down and you would say the affirmation statement of, I love my new dog. It's the perfect fit. He's so happy in our home. I can feel my heart beating just with so much love. He's so playful. I feel the joy. He fulfills us and fills up this space in the home with so much love. That's a great manifesting statement. Wake up every day, say that every day, move on, you know, and wait for it to unfold. And it does. This is basic manifesting techniques. But I want to share with you something that can take it to the next level. Not only take it to the next level, but really encourage community, encourage uh, the ability for you to foster people in your life and bring them in who love and support and encourage you to really find those cheerleaders in your life on your spiritual path. And I'll be direct, not all of us have that. I didn't when I first opened up. This is why I created the Sage Circle. The Sage Circle is so important to me. It is a spiritual community. It's online. It's global. We have Sage Circle members all over the globe who are incredible cheerleaders for each other, yet they're also thriving on their own spiritual path as well. All walks of life, all different spiritual paths, all unconditional love, and all accepting safe space. I created this Sage Circle community because I didn't have it. I didn't have it. So I found myself having these experiences in life where, you know, once I opened up, I was, I wasn't, I was 32 before I opened up. I wasn't open before that. It was quite a shift in my life. Uh, I talked more in depth about that in some of the other sessions, but it really was. I went from complete skeptic to completely open and trying to figure out what was real, what wasn't real, how to approach spirituality, intuition. All of a sudden I was starting to have these experiences where I would see different things or different things would happen, or I would do a manifesting technique and it would come right into my life. And I would want to share that with someone. But the circles that I was in, the people that were around me were just like me before I opened. They were very skeptical. That wasn't their path. There's absolutely no judgment on it. Some of them are still some of my closest friends and they love me unconditionally, but 
they weren't in that same sort of spiritual seeking manifesting vibe. And so I found myself saying things like, okay, this might sound really weird, but I want to tell you about something that happened. And that became the sentence that was really a measurement for me. This sounds weird, but have you ever said that sentence? <laughs> if you're watching this, I know you have. So that's that sentence that you set up in the beginning to kind of give yourself that safe space to share something that is out of the norm. You know, I said this out loud and 10 minutes later it came into fruition. And, you know, some people who are not in the spiritual realms can poo-poo that, they can shut it down, they can say it's coincidence, it's chance. But until you are amongst other people who have had the repetitive, continual experiences of psychic messages coming through, mediumship messages coming through, manifesting, conscious creator moments, of course moments is what I like to call them. Of course that happened. Unless you're around other people who are aware of how this conscious universe works, how the, you know, you know, the law of attraction works, how all of that works, Unless you're around those people, it is tough to share. It is tough to say, hey, this is going to sound weird, but this happened. And you want to share with somebody. Sometimes you want to share with someone because you're just excited about it. And sharing and, you know, verbalizing an experience can really anchor you into the possibilities of having more experiences. And sometimes you want to share simply because you're like, I want to kind of know that I'm not you know, alone in this or create, or there are other people having these experiences. And this is, this is why I built the Sage Circle community, because that is what it is, where you can share something and other people can cheerlead you, encourage you and say, yes, I've had this experience, or you're not alone. Try this, try this, try this. It took off and it doesn't surprise me that it took off and it grew very large, very fast. Doesn't surprise me at all. Sometimes we need a safe space and sometimes we need multiple different safe spaces for different parts of our lives. Are you a train enthusiast? Maybe there's a train club. Do you know what I mean? And you know, as a spiritual person, if somebody came up to me and said, I got to tell you this train story, it'd be really interesting, but I can't, you know, I probably couldn't relate to it. So it's probably best off if you have a lot of train experiences to find that train club. Do you know what I mean? Same with spirituality, same with manifesting. Now back to this technique. When it comes to uh, this technique, I like to call it story creating. And in essence, what you're doing is you are daydreaming, manifesting, creating a story, deciding it's gonna come into reality. While this might sound a lot like your standard manifesting techniques, if you take it to a level of fun and play and whimsical, and then here is the key to this technique. Add to it support from others, manifesting is going to happen. I'll give you a general example, then I will tell you why this works, and then I'll give you some more specific examples so you can really anchor in and how to get started with this. A general example. I've been doing this my whole life, and I will tell you, I can imagine for some of my friends, they're like, here she goes again. <laughs> she's, she's got another daydream. She's got another, you know, and I constantly have these ideas of these things that I want to bring into my life. And to be honest with you, most of them do come into my life. I say what I want. I create like these really intricate, cool, little fun daydream stories around it. And then I, you know, step toward it and watch it come into fruition. So here's an example. I had a coworker years back 
and she was renting, I believe she was renting or she was staying with her parents um, and she was married and they were looking for property. They wanted to find somewhere to live and, and stay. And I said, let's write a story. Let's create a story. She's like, what does that mean? And I said, let's just talk about it as if it's already happened, like in a really fun conversation between us two gals kind of thing. And we'll just blow it up into this really cool thing. And she's like, okay, let me, let me get started. And she was, well, it's a house. And I said, okay, you have a house. What does the house look like? She goes, well, the house I'm going to get. Nope. Nope. What does the house look like? Okay. I get it. Okay. I get it. She's on board now. And she says, okay. Um, Oh, it's a big house. And in the backyard, there is this beautiful pool. And I look out, um, my back windows and there's all these, you know, woods and everything else. Now this was a long time ago, so I don't remember exactly what the story was we wrote, but she said what was important to her. Now, fast forward that moment, and with her, I was responding to her like, this is awesome. I'm standing in your living room, and it's so big, and it's so comfortable, and now I'm going to go swimming in your pool. So I'm getting on board with her story creation, with her daydream, with her manifesting statements. I'm also saying them as if they've already happened and that I've experienced them as well. There's a reason this works, and I'll share that with you in a moment. So we say all of this, and then we fast forward. Eh, fast forward, I don't even remember how long it was, a year or two maybe, and she bought the property. She still lives in it. She's so happy there. Literally, she's got this just incredible home. Out the back window is this amazing swimming pool, backs up to woods, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Now, these stories can come into fruition that day, the next day, a week later, or, you know, a, a year or even two years later, especially if it's something really big that you need to shift into, you know, you can't just sort of move into a home. You got to kind of go through all that legal stuff to do it, right? You got to find it. And so you do have to take action. But creating this story is going to do a few things. When you're verbally creating the story, I mean, I've, I've even been created stories <laughs> where, you know, this is my current story that I'm working on right now is I want a piece of property that has some acreage that has some land. Maybe I want a few chickens. I don't know. We've even created stories around a llama. And, you know, my partner was like, the llama's adorable. And I'm like, isn't the llama adorable? Do you like the little knitted hat that I put on the llama? I totally knit that hat. And he's like, the hat is great. This is the story creating process. And it's something that I kind of compartmentalize, you know, because if you were constantly story creating, people wouldn't really know if what you're talking about is into, you know, has come into fruition yet or not. So I do compartmentalize it. I sit down and create the story and then I move on and go on with my day. But we've had a lot of different fun stories around. I mean, there's a chicken coop in my stories right now that looks like a pirate ship. So, you know, it's it's fun. It's whimsical. I'm not only speaking into reality, what I want to bring into reality, but I'm bringing some fun and some joy and some lightness into it. And that's ramping out and the universe is picking it up. Now, let me explain to you why this works and why this works with a, a different strength than manifesting just on your own. This works because let's just start with you. When you are saying manifesting statements, which in essence is creating this story, right? When you're saying manifesting statements and you're creating your story verbally, the universe listens 
and it hears it. This is standard manifesting practice where the universe will hear the story and say, oh, I need to adjust reality so that that matches what Bo is asking for. That is the baseline of manifesting. Now, when you add whimsical to it, when you add fun to it, when you add your senses to it, when you can hear, okay, I can see the knitted hat on the llama, I can hear the llama, you know, chewing or, or running through the field or something like that. When you add these senses into it and you have fun with it, it raises the vibration of the manifesting statement you're saying. Here's the key to creating your story with community. When a second individual in this reality, this timeline, this connection to you gets on board with your story and shares it with you and experiences it with you as if it's already happened for them as well, you now have the universe listening to two of you, not just one but two of you. And now the universe looks at you and this other individual and says, they both see this llama. They both see this llama with a knitted hat. Okay, I need to make that happen. Um, wow, okay, that's just, it's, it's getting to where more and more people in this agreed upon reality are seeing and experiencing this. So I need to make sure to keep up and, and catch the reality up with that. So the more people that share this story with you, the more the universe hears more people kind of, um, I want to say laying their eyes on it, you know what I mean? Uh, seeing it, recognizing it, acknowledging it. And if you've got two, three, four, five people all saying that they see the llama with the knitted hat, the universe is like, okay, hey, hey team, we, we really need a llama with the knitted ad here. It speeds up the manifesting results. Speeding up the results and having fun is what this is all about. So stay tuned for part two, where I'm going to go into some detailed guidelines and give you some concrete examples of people doing this in real life as we speak.